0: What is up everybody? Welcome back to Second Door on the Left. This is your host Drew House. I'm happy that you have tuned in to this episode and thank you for tuning in to this podcast over the length of its run. Ever since uh, Josh started it back in June, we have reached 2,631 plays at the time of this uh, podcast recording. So thank you as always to the fans. You the listener wouldn't be here without you we are in the thanksgiving eve intro this is exciting i mean most people when they listen to this it'll be thanksgiving even more people you know what most people are going to listen to this probably sometime after thanksgiving honestly um because we accrue plays you know later on so just the simple fact that i may be talking about something uh, at the moment doesn't mean it's really going to be relevant when you listen. And that's okay. Uh, But this is the, it is uh, at the time of this podcast, this is the uh, Thanksgiving Eve podcast. Yeah, this is that, this is that episode. Um, So if you're listening to it, you know, in the future or for the, in the present for you, if you're listening to it, um, happy, happy, whatever, Merry Christmas or a happy new year or, Happy Valentine's Day or, you know, St. Patty's Day or, you know, whatever. (laughs) Y'all get where I'm going with it. It's all good, though. Um, Excited about Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving. It's so awesome. It's my favorite. Uh, Lot to talk about in the world of football with Thanksgiving uh, tomorrow. There are a bunch of games tomorrow. There are three NFL games, and then there is, I don't know how many college games. Uh, There's only one that matters to this guy right here and we'll, we'll we'll get to that i wanted to uh talk about something in this extended intro that is going on right now i wanted to talk about the uh, fifth album trench uh is the name of it and it is it was released by 21 pilots october 5th same date as the air church album desperate man and uh which is cool also that same day was uh, the new ti CD album dropped so very cool there uh, October 5th shout out Uh, but this 21 Pilots album it's something else it's so it's it's beautiful really is what it is Um, it just sounds awesome in a lot of parts a lot of different things going on but if you have not checked this album out you should really listen to it because as a runner for me I love it but you know I also drive around on the forklift sometimes at work So I'll I'll have one earbud in, you know, like I did this morning when I was loading the truck up. So um, just takes you to another spot sometimes. And it's very cool. It's a very good album. Well done. 21 Pilots really uh, burst onto the scene three years ago when Blurry Face, their fourth album, uh, was released. But uh, this band's been doing it for a while. So uh, kudos to you, 21 Pilots, because... I'm digging it. I was digging you three years ago when uh, you really exploded onto the scene and uh, I'm digging you with this new album. I absolutely love it. So with that being said, we got a lot to talk about and uh, we've already talked about a lot here in the intro. So let's cut this intro out and get talking about some other stuff. All right, music. (laughs) Wait. (coughs) For you, I would get messed up weight 153 for you i would get beat to smithereens okay i don't know dude something about it i love it i'm digging it i'm digging on it hard uh here we are almost two months in and you know i'm just i feel like i'm just now getting uh picking up on the lyrics and everything and you know Obviously, that one's kind of, you pick up on that song kind of early. That song called Smithereens, what that song is all about. But there's a lot of other ones that, uh, deeper meanings and not so, you know, straight to the point message. All right, this is what this is about. You know, so multiple listening, listenings is what I'm getting at. So that's what I'm getting right now. Uh, Trench, 21 Pilots. Check it out. It's awesome. Uh, we are in episode 60 of second door on the left. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Episode 60. We don't really say that much on the uh, podcast. We we usually, if we do say anything, it's usually just, you know, this is the, the whatever episode of season, you know, whatever. So episode 60, here we are. I'm excited. Um, and now that I say all that stuff, I don't even know what episode this is for the season. I really don't. Hold on. Let me look here. Okay, this is uh, Season 3, Episode 7. Welcome to it. You are in the uh, well, what uh, old English teachers like to call the body of the podcast. This is going to be where majority of the information is, so strap in. Shout out old English teachers back in the day. Y'all were awesome. Always loved English. A lot to the English language, but... Um, so many rules, so many rules uh, to follow until you're not supposed to really follow. So I don't really understand that. But uh, that's what makes us so awesome. You know, us English speaking folks, Yeah, whatever, uh, whatever language you speak, um, hopefully you understand what I'm saying, because otherwise, you know, it's just going to sound like some guy out in his Garage recording a podcast It's just going to sound Uh At best It's going to sound like that And You know if Honestly If someone was listening to me Um uh, You know That didn't understand me Didn't understand the English language That'd probably make for better listening I'm just going to put that out there So <laughs> Uh Shout out to uh, language barriers and uh, trying to get rid of them, okay? Except for uh, second door on the left. I am promoting language barriers because the less you can understand of me, the better. So that's what I say. Second door on the left, where knowing what the guy is talking about is the least important thing. That's our tagline. Woo! Woo! I am excited about some Thanksgiving, I'm not even going to lie, I'm super excited, the Thanksgiving Eve episode at the time of this recording, uh, just gearing up, dude, it's 10.30pm on a Wednesday before Thanksgiving, so counting down to uh, an hour and a half or so, and uh, this guy right here that you're listening to, whether you understand the English language or not, this guy right here that you're listening to is uh, going to be uh, running here in about f- six hours after I lay this puppy down. I'm going to get going here in about, uh, going to get going at uh, 0, 0400 hours because the Nike run club app, which I have been using to get ready for this St. Jude uh, marathon, downtown Memphis. I'm, I'm actually only running the half this year. Uh going to, do the, the whole plunge next year. But um, I've been getting ready for this thing and I, I feel pretty confident about it. But uh, here we are. It's going to be Thanksgiving and Nike Run Club wants me to run 14.75 miles. Yeah, that's it. Just just 14.75. Uh, the most it's had me run before this was, I think it was 13, 13, 2. 13.25, something like that. I've ran a couple half marathons already in my training plan. Uh, but this one's going to be a doozy because it's going to be cold. It's going to be about 35, if I'm lucky, around 430, 4, 4.30 in the morning. Um, And they want me to run 14.75. So we're going to find out. And I just got to thinking, I love Thanksgiving so much, and I, I will probably jump out of bed. Uh, to to get this thing going because I want to soak up as much uh Thanksgiving as a, a Thanksgiving day that I can. I'm probably going to jump up out of bed for this. It's just going to be crazy. So, but I can see that happening, and it's going to happen. That's what I'm. That's where I'm at, anyways, right now as I'm laying this this thing down for you. But we shall see. And uh, I will mention it in the next one how it went. The next episode, whenever that may be. So might even try to get one in tomorrow. But no promises because who knows what tomorrow's going to bring. Um, but this whole running thing is—it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy because Thanksgiving is is here, and it's going to be a full schedule because when I get back from running and you know take a shower and get something to eat and all this and that, it's going to be Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade time because I like watching it. I like watching the uh, the floats come rolling in. That's my favorite part. But uh, I also like laughing at all the commentators uh, that have to put together all this dialogue for this stuff each year. And <laughs> it's a lot of the same floats, you know, some new stuff, but uh, <laughs> it's pretty. It's a pretty fun event because. And it's just have it's just a good thing to laugh at for me because when they bring out the Broadway musicals, you know the condensed versions of them, and they do a little live reenactment. Uh, these folks are giving it all they got, and uh, they are better men and men than I am. And uh, I was going to say they're better men and women than me. So of course they'd be better women than me. But anyways. Uh, maybe you get where I'm going. I'm not even sure I know where I'm going but uh, it, it's good entertainment and uh, it's the kickstart to Thanksgiving uh, as far as entertainment goes because once makes the, once the once the parade is over, mind you, the only viewing these eyes are gonna are gonna be indulging in as far as the old boob tube goes it's gonna be football. It's gonna be football. There's 3 NFL games. All right. I plan on watching a good bit of the first one. A good bit. What's the second one? 3:30. I'm sure I'll get to watch a good bit of that Cowboys Redskins um and then and then my my, my Hoodats play. My my Saints play. You know, Thanksgiving night Atlanta Falcons. So it's going to be awesome. Here's the kicker though. In the state of Mississippi, where this podcast is being recorded, and every podcast, every episode of this podcast has been recorded, when it comes to Thanksgiving Day, there's something extra in the air. All right, that golden egg is just hovering over all of us. You know, right now, right now it's being held up by Ole Miss fans. All right, it's being held up by Ole Miss fans. They own it. It's in their hands. They came in to startville last year. They broke my dude's leg, tore that all up. They uh took a piss in the end zone, no flag, whatever. Uh and we were we were a uh, onside kick recovery away from uh still winning that game with a true freshman quarterback. We didn't win. Ole Miss won. And it's all about payback starting at six thirty. On ESPN, even before the Saints play, uh, it's it's payback. And we're coming to Oxford, and uh, hopefully they're gonna they're gonna beat the dog piss out of them, really. So we'll see. Not that I hate Ole Miss or anything, but uh, I feel like I'm jumping ahead because I I want to I really want to give a recap of how I did this past week in football, if you care. If you don't, there's this thing on the Anchor app, which if you're not listening to Second Door on the Left of the Anchor app, that's cool. That's cool because um, Apple and uh, Google, th- those podcasts and Spotify, they're, they're huge for this, this podcast and I love them dearly. Uh, but Anchor is cool. Anchor is really cool. Uh, I don't know why I, I got into Anchor just because I'm recording it on Anchor now. But the fact of the matter is, you have a a loop button on your on your little fa- uh, face there where the podcast. You know, you have the, the pause button and the you know fast forward rewind. You should have a 15 seconds. So just just jump ahead, uh, pretty much to the end of the episode because I'm sorry. This is a uh, this is a football another another football one. I know. I know I'm I'm trying to mix it up in the intro. I'm trying to mix it up until now, but uh, it's time to do some recapping. It's time to do some recapping. Last week in the SEC, 10 and one, 10 and one. I'll take it. All right. My one loss was you may remember, you may not. I barely do. I I, I write this stuff down. Otherwise, I, I forget. All right. I wrote it down and I have an X through the Ole Miss-Vandy game because I picked Ole Miss. And if you're an Ole Miss fan, listening to this, right, if you're still listening to this, uh, I should have I been 11-0. A lot of people are saying it. I watched the replays. I just I, – who knows? You know, who really knows anymore? It could have gone Ole Miss's way. I could have had a clean sweep of a, you know, very non-conference filled uh, schedule of games. I get that, but could have went undefeated, but it didn't happen. Ole Miss uh, touchdown, taken back or, you know, com- I, don't, I don't know exactly what happened. I missed it, but uh, I'm not sure if it was an overturned deal or if they called it incomplete, they challenged it. They didn't change the call. I'm not exactly sure, but. There was a very questionable call. If you haven't seen it, just type in Ole Miss Vandy 2018 highlights and decide for yourself whether that was a catch or not. But Vandy, with the win, uh, moves them to five and six. And Ole Miss lost. That was my only loss. Other than that, I, I picked them all. So, the, really, the only ones that were even close. Uh, you could have picked Tennessee over Missouri. Um I did pick Missouri. Missouri throttled Tennessee, throttled three tees. Uh, What was the other one? Mm, there wasn't another one. Oh, Alabama and Citadel, halftime, 10-10. Um, the self-proclaimed number one fan was actually over Saturday, uh, this past Saturday, when that was going on. Uh, and we did a little running, and we came back to start the Arkansas-Mississippi State game both the Arkansas Mississippi state game and the Alabama Citadel game started at 11 o'clock. So we turned that on and, uh, he's looking ahead to the, you know, live scores because we came, got back about 12, 15, something like that. 12, 30. Uh, and it was 10, 10 at halftime. So crazy. Uh, I said, dude, y'all are going to win like 49 to 10. They won 50 to 17. So pretty close. Alabama just completely turned it on in the second half. And, uh, you know, the first half was a distant memory. So the mix Nick statement made sure of that in the locker room at halftime, and they get, they righted the ship pretty quickly. Uh, Mississippi State completely dismantled Arkansas. You have to kind of feel for Arkansas. They are in the the very definition of a winning season. And uh, I'll get to it here in a minute, but I don't see them uh, beating uh, – I'm not even sure who they play next. But I have it written down on the next page. I'm just not going to take my hands out of my pockets to flip it right now because I'm not there yet, but I don't have Arkansas winning. So a two and nine, no, one, two and 10 record. uh, No SEC wins. So uh, they'll they'll bounce back next year. I'm sure of it Uh, in the NFL. So yeah, 10 and one in the SEC last week. Pretty good, right? Kind of, sort of, not really. Seeing that the games were pretty much all non-conference, but in uh, the NFL, not good, not good. Four and nine, four and nine. Let's just hit hit the hit the wins first. Starting with my Saints, that's really the one that mattered. They just rolling along, you know, whatever. Uh, Vikings at Bears, got that one right. Go Bears. Uh, Bengals at Ravens. Lamar Jackson holding it down. And the Ravens get the big win. Um, And the other one, oh, yeah, the Steelers putting on a couple touchdowns, 14 points in the fourth quarter and stealing one in Jacksonville. Wow. Looked like a great game. Looked like a really great game. Uh, I think I was watching. What was I watching at 12? Oh, yeah, Cowboys-Falcons. So here's the losses. Thursday night, last Thursday night, I picked the Packers over the Seahawks. That didn't happen, although that was one of the most beautiful touchdown passes uh, that I've ever seen in my life. Rodgers takes the shotgun snap and the the pocket starts collapsing a little bit. He rolls to his right and uh, he just delivers a strike. Down the field, forty yards at least into the end zone. The dude runs right under they, underneath it and catches it. The camera angle that they had on this thing was amazing. You need to check it out if you hadn't seen it. Uh, just check the highlights because it was beautiful. Uh, lost that one. Cowboys at Falcons. That was a very good game. Very good game. Cowboys get a big win uh, and they beat the Falcons. I picked the Falcons, so lost that one. Panthers. I'm glad you let me down. They lost to the Lions, went for it uh, on uh, – went for the two-point conversion late in that game, tried to win it, uh, and they did not get it. Cam Newton had all day to deliver a high and uh, out-of-his-receiver's reach ultimately uh, kind of throw when it looked like to me he could have done something with them, them old Cam Newton legs and probably gotten the two point conversion himself if he wanted. I mean, from what I could see, but I don't know. He stood back there, delivered a throw, and it was off uh, off target. So twenty to nineteen, Lions win that one. Uh, very surprising game there. Uh, I picked the Titans to beat the Colts. I lost badly on that one. The Colts hung thirty eight on them. I think. I think it was thirty eight to ten, something like that. Marcus Mariota goes down injured. Blaine Gabbert comes in. Um, the Colts were all over the Titans in this one. Lost that one. Bucks at Giants. I picked the Bucks. Stupid me. The Giants win that game. Uh, Fitzpatrick, Fitz Magic from week weeks one and two of the season. He gets benched, and Jameis Winston comes in and uh, almost pulls a Fitzpatrick from earlier in the season when Winston was benched and Fitzpatrick was put in and uh, led him back to a come-from-behind victory. I think he did, or got close. I'm pretty sure that it was come-from-behind victory. Uh, no, I th- I actually, I don't think it was. No, they still lost. Uh, they still lost in this one, too. <laughs> they still lost in this one, too, when Winston came in, but uh, lost that one. Uh, Texans at Redskins I picked the Redskins That was a very close game The Texans came out on top in that one uh, Don't really remember Too much from that game Except AP I think he he's just continuing to climb the ranks uh, I believe of yards Maybe it was yards and touchdowns Probably oh, both for sure But I think he he made a leap uh, Over somebody But he continues to, to do his thing uh, what was the other one? Three more that I missed out on. Raiders at Cardinals. The Raiders. The Raiders get the win in that one. A game the Cardinals should have won. Just bonehead plays uh, led to their their demise in that one. Lost that one. Broncos at Chargers. A one point game. The Broncos come out on top. I lost that one. Pick the Chargers. And then. Got to spend a few minutes on this Monday night game because it's worth every minute of, uh, of it because this game chiefs Rams Monday night, 54 51 first time in NFL history that both teams have scored over 50 points. First time in NFL history, both teams, 50 points ever. It's awesome. Uh, the 105 combined points was the highest scoring game in monday night football history as you can imagine uh, it was yet it was it was only the third highest scoring game in nfl history though i believe that uh, i believe the most points scored in a game if i remember correctly is 113 113 so it was seventy-five to thirty-eight, I believe, is what the score was. Giants and Redskins. Long time ago, long time ago. I think it was back in the fifties, uh, but you can check me on that one. Uh, and then this one is the coolest stat of all, right here to me. Uh, teams that score <laughs> team, which obviously I've kind of already prefaced it, but teams that scored fifty points or more were 217-0 and going into Monday night. The Chiefs, yeah, yeah, they became the first team to score more than 50 points and lose. So just crazy. Uh, There was actually, yeah, 217 other instances of uh, 50 burgers, and they were all winners. So just a crazy game. It was not all offensive-sided. There was some defensive moments that really, you know, Reared their ugly head in, in this game, which just made it that much more fun to watch. Aaron Donald, two sacks, two forced fumbles, uh, you know, turnovers, points off turnovers there. Uh, the Chiefs uh, made their play. They had a sack fumble, strip fumble for, uh, for a touchdown right there at the goal line. Um, it was just an awesome game. I mean, everything you could have asked for, it lived up to the hype. It was It was very – you know, highly hyped, highly hyped as, as well as should have been because nine and one versus nine and one this late in the season just doesn't happen. Uh, it's an early Super Bowl preview, possibly is what it is, and it, it was amazing. So, uh, the Rams did pull it out much to my dismay. Uh, ah, man, I wanted the Chiefs to win so bad. And, and The fact of the matter is, golf threw a ball deep that was short of his receiver, and the Chiefs. Guy jumped up, had the had the ball in the hands and could not come down with it. Uh, the Rams scored a, a short time later uh, for the deciding for the deciding points. So, because after that, uh, Patrick Mahomes threw another uh, interception. I want to say he had two or three interceptions, but the dude had six touchdowns on the game as well, if I'm not mistaken. So, it just. Just a showing out for really all parties involved, except for one Todd Gurley. The fact that the Rams didn't really feature Todd Gurley that much and still put up 54 points, still came away with the win is pretty impressive. And uh, I look at you, Aaron Donald, for just being a force up there on the defensive line. Uh, golf had his moments, of course, uh, catches were made. Uh, across the board by the Rams receivers. You know, plays were made on the Chiefs' side of the ball, uh, offensive side of the ball, obviously, with all those touchdown passes being thrown around, different receivers making plays. Uh, just, a, just a knockout, you know, drag-out fight. That, w- that was an awesome game. So, uh, very well done. Kudos to you, Chiefs-Rams. Chiefs, I was really pulling for you. I was hoping you were going to pull it out because here's the thing. Every game counts – when you're going, when you're talking about home field advantage, that's all I'm going to say. So, you know, we we still a lot of still a lot of games to be played. But my Saints schedule, you, you compare them. Compare the remaining Saints schedule versus the remaining Rams schedule, and and get back at me. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, we can only the Saints can are the Saints are in the driver's seat. There's no doubt about that. The Saints are in the driver's seat having that head-to-head matchup over the Rams in their favor uh, works wonders. But they really cannot afford to take uh, their foot off the gas pedal. Uh, All they can do is hope to get uh, 10-1, and get that 10th win um, Thanksgiving night and be in a tie – actually, you know, not a tie, but – matching records with the Rams with the head-to-head tiebreaker. So um, it's going to be awesome. This football Thanksgiving is going to be something to see. Let's see about some picks this week. How about it? Where to start? Let's just start with the – let's just start in the SEC. Why not? Let's start in the SEC – uh let's start with uh, the Egg Bowl. Number 18, Mississippi State, 7-4 and four on the season, Ole Miss, 5-6. and six. If Ole Miss wins this game, they're not bowl eligible. But they will be Egg Bowl champions once again. And rest assured, that means a whole hell of a lot. Okay? It means a whole hell of a lot. Ole Miss is not going to shy away from this game. Uh, their defense has been abysmal this season. Okay, just look at the numbers; it's been abysmal. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, it really only takes one game to to get up for, and you can turn it around just like that. You know, show up for that one game. I think Ole Miss will do that. Uh, I don't think it's going to be enough. I think Mississippi State is going to come in there with the mentality that you know what you had your you had your fun last year; it's our turn. And, and that's just really what it boils down to. So I do like my Bulldogs in this game uh, to go in there and take care of business, get the golden egg back to start full and uh, bump that record up to eight and four. And we will await to see what bowl location they will be going to. So that's going to be awesome. The Air Bowl is going to be awesome to watch. It's always fun. Uh, I, when I was growing up, it was always on Thanksgiving. And then as I got older, I guess it became less of a, a marquee matchup because there was a time there where, uh, you know, both teams were bad. I remember that. I know for a fact there were some uh, years that state was bad. I know one year in particular, uh, Ole Miss didn't win an SEC game. Uh I know one year Mississippi State had not won an SEC game, and they beat Ole Miss, which was nice. But so, but the point of the matter, uh, point is they they moved it. I think they moved it first to Friday, and then to Saturday, and then back to Thanksgiving. I think it's been back on Thanksgiving the last few years, where it belongs in my mind. So I'm excited about that. Uh, it's just going to be a little wrench thrown in it with the Saints kickoff looming at 7:15. Uh, a bowl six 30 kickoff. <laughs> I've had worse problems to in my life. Let me just throw that out there. I know. I know. All right. Saturday. No, no, no. Sorry. Friday, Friday, Arkansas two and nine at Missouri seven and four. Missouri is 23.5. That would be 23 and a half point favorites as uh as a, uh, as the, uh, as the spread bettors like to say, 23 and a half point favorites. Give me Missouri all day. Uh, Arkansas will go winless in the SEC and uh, they will look to next year. Uh, Saturday action. We have Georgia Tech at number five, Georgia. Georgia Tech is 74 on the year, Georgia is 10 and one. Give me the Bulldogs in Athens to close out their regular season and get ready to go to Atlanta. I, or do they already have it wrapped up yeah this is kind of embarrassing uh I think they do yeah yeah they've already got the East wrapped up. I knew that I, I host a podcast i I'm, I'm I'm not paid. I'm not paid to know these things all right next game is number eleven Florida eight and three on the year visiting Florida State five and six and you know what you know what give me Florida State. Give me Florida State to win this game. Auburn at Alabama, number one, Alabama. Alabama is 24.0, 24-point favorites over their in-state rivals. I think they'll get every bit of that. I think they'll cover the spread. It's crazy. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy, but I think they're going to cover the spread and just give Auburn a good old shellacking. (sighs) Man, can Alabama be stopped? That is the question. Next game is Tennessee at Vanderbilt. Interesting one here. Both teams at five and six trying to get bowl eligible. And only reason I'm going to pick Tennessee is because I had Tennessee finishing ahead in the standings back in early September uh, when I actually picked who was going to finish what, you know, in in the East and the West, so for that reason, I'm going to pick Tennessee. So give me Tennessee because I picked them to finish ahead of Vanderbilt in the in the comp in the uh, division standings. So they're both five and six. I got to go with the Vols. The Vols go bowling. South Carolina six and four on the season, visiting number two Clemson. Clemson eleven and zero. Maybe they're the maybe they're the Alabama Alabama's kryptonite. I don't know. I hadn't really seen them play this year. I, I haven't really seen them play at all. But um, come playoff time, maybe even maybe even conference championship time. But come playoff time, I'll be tuning in and I'll get a good look. They might even be playing Alabama. I, you know, you never know how these things are going to go. But as of right now, they would not play Alabama unless they beat whoever they play in the uh, semifinals. And Alabama wins. They they would play in the national championship. Is what I'm getting at. If it started today, and they both won their semifinal games, Kentucky eight and three, Louisville two and nine. Give me the Wildcats to finish off a pretty solid season at nine and three. Uh, good job, Kentucky. Number seven, LSU, nine and two at number 22, Texas A&M, who is seven and four on the season. I'm seeing people leaning towards Texas A&M. And they're they're favored in this game. Yes, they are in College Station. Uh, Yes, they do have four losses, you know, but you look at some of those losses and you think, okay, you know, they should should still squeak this one out. I don't see it. I just don't see it. Give me LSU in this game. To uh, go into College Station and get the W, so MSU, Missouri, Georgia, Florida, Alabama, Tennessee, Clemson over South Carolina, Kentucky, and then LSU are my winners for this this here last week of regular season uh, rivalry week. So those are my winners. And I'm feeling pretty good about them. Now, to the NFL. The NFL is uh, starting in the morning. In the morning, 1130. Check this out. If I was a Bears fan, I would be highly, highly TO'd right now because the Bears finished a game Sunday night at around, I mean, you tell me, 11 o'clock central time. So you're telling me they have to in three and a half days' time kick off another game? Yes, it's the quickest turnaround in in, in history in the NFL history. Three and a half days—that's crazy. I mean, yeah, it's bad enough. Personally, I think it's bad enough that the, you know there are games on Thursday, anyways. It, it at twelve o'clock kickoff games. You you get a team. That is is coming out. That is the Sunday night team. And then you put them on the road on top of all that. You send them packing. And they kick off three and a half days later. It's crazy. Um, But, yeah, it's only a difference of about, you know, eight hours from when the 12 o'clock team, when the say when the uh, when the Lions finished, But the Lions were at home. The Lions are at home again. They're always at home on Thanksgiving. It's just crazy to me. Um, And on top of that, the Bears aren't going to have Mitchell Trubisky. He was hurt. So Chase Daniel, uh, many years as a Saints backup. He spent time with Kansas City. Uh, He's in Chicago now. Charles Nagy. Ain't that his name? Charles? No. No. Matt Nagy, I don't know the Bears' head coach, Coach Nagy, uh, knows Chase Daniel. Uh, Chase Daniel was under him in Kansas City, so yeah, I'm getting to I'm getting ready to say that despite all this for the Bears, I, I'm still going to uh, going against the Bears, and that the Lions should definitely win this game. I'm picking the Bears. I'm going to take the Bears to somehow win another game three and a half days later. Yeah, they're going to do it. It's going to be defensive driven, and I see Chase Daniels being able to do, uh, you know, enough of the enough of what he needs to do to get the win. I don't trust Detroit. I don't care if it's on Thanksgiving or not. It could be on uh, All Lions Day. It could be free free you know admission to the zoo day. It doesn't matter. I don't trust them, and uh, I'm going to take the Bears. And go Bears Because if you can pull this off There's something to be said All right, There's something to be said about that Because that turnaround is is crazy And it shouldn't happen It really shouldn't happen in my opinion But it's happening And I think the Bears are going to rise up from it And take care of business The next game Is the Redskins and the Cowboys That's the midday game Or the what? 3.30 game Yeah Mid afternoon game, Redskins six and four, Cowboys five and five. Redskins lo- lose Alex Smith for the year. Yeah, that's the, that's the, kind of one of the things I forgot to mention. I said I went to AP and him climbing the ranks of running backs. Of course he is. Uh, the big news there was Alex Smith out for the year. So in steps Colt McCoy. We'll have another backup quarterback on Thanksgiving um, as the. Uh, <laughs> As the starting quarterback is probably, you know, quarterbacks are probably at home having Thanksgiving with their family, recovering. I don't know about, I, I can't say I trust the Redskins. They, their offensive line is already decimated. And now you put in a backup quarterback. Uh, I, and I just, I don't know. I just don't like it. I think the Cowboys got a little battle tested these last two weeks they went on the road to uh hold on they went on the road to philadelphia got a much needed win and then they went on the road to atlanta another much needed win and i think they're going to get the win this this one too i'm not going to pick against i'm not going to i'm not of the two traditionalists on thanksgiving lions cowboys i can only i can only say i think one's going to win and that one is the dallas cowboys i think the dallas cowboys are going to uh, continue to take another step. I think they get above 500 in this one, and uh, they will be tied for first place in the East. So yeah, wide open NFC East. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good finish in that division. It really is. Um, and then we get to the Thanksgiving night game, the Egg Bowl competition game. The only thing that would take me away from Mississippi State and Ole Miss is New Orleans and Atlanta. And I have it. I'm going to have it, you know, on my plate, both of them. It's going to be awesome. Hopefully I'm doing a lot of celebrating because if I'm like, oh, oh, yeah, go. And then I'm like, oh, son, that's going to be a rocky roller coaster I think the Saints are going to take care of business in this one. I love the fact that they're at home. Uh, they were at home against Philadelphia this past week. They got to stay home, stay around town on the short week, make Atlanta travel, and it's going to be great. First Thanksgiving Day or first first Thanksgiving night game, I should say, ever in New Orleans. So. I expect another raucous crowd. This crowd has been on point all season. They've gotten better and better. Uh they were they they've just been loud, man. They've just been so loud. And I give those people all the credit in the world. Uh they are they are becoming the 12th man. All right. Not taking anything away from anybody else, but the noise that is being generated when the defense is on the field. It's it's make it's driving the other the opposing offense a little crazy. And you know, for good reason. So it's not it this is gonna this this crowd Thursday night is gonna reach a fever pitch. I'm telling you, man. Rivals. You wanna talk about a rivalry game? We talked about rivalry week in college. You we'll wanna talk about a rivalry game? New Orleans, Atlanta. Period. All right. It's going to be something to see. I can't wait to see it. The Saints just continue to get better on defense. The, the The defense is starting to play with a lot of pride right now. And another tough test, man. Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, Muhammad Sanu, uh, that Hooper guy, tight end. Uh, yeah I don't know what their running back situation is with Coleman and Freeman. I'm not sure if one of them's out or they're both playing whatever it doesn't matter. It kind of does because if the if the Falcons are able to run the ball, they are lethal in the in the deadliest way with the play action because of this of the speed of their receivers and just the the flat out balling nature of their receivers. Julio Jones is a baller. Calvin Ridley, balling and getting better by the day. I know he is. He's out there getting better every day in practice. So that's not good. Uh, Sanu is a big target. So the Saints are going to have to get some pass uh, pass rush on Matt Ryan. That's when they're successful. When they're able to rattle Matt Ryan, that's when they're successful. So hopefully that continues. Uh, the defense keeps playing, you know, with a lot of pride and stepping their game up, they're doing a great job because the offense right now uh, is rolling. They are rolling, and I really expect them to stay rolling. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Teron Armstead, left tackle, out again this week, but Jermaine Bushrod, and you know, just kudos to you, brother, uh, playing through this, you know, this tough, tough patch in your life, and just continuing to shine and anchor that blind spot of Breeze. And, uh, man, just the people that are they're stepping up on this squad, uh, whether it be Keith Kirkwood or Austin Carr or Traquan Smith. Have a game, Traquan Smith, against Philly. Okay, you want to double – I knew it was coming, too. You want to double-team – you want to find a way to double-team Kamara and Thomas on the same play? Someone else is going to have to step up. Traquan Smith, 10 catches, 157 yards, and a touchdown. A big touchdown My, uh, on top of that. Crossed the middle, took a hit, still got the score. Uh, awesome job, awesome game. Traquan Smith uh, stepping up. We're going to need a little more of that from you. Not sure if Brandon Marshall is going to play or not. Not sure how much he's been integrated into the system yet. Probably not much. I think they know mostly what to expect from him when he is ready. And he doesn't really – I mean, he can come back. He can come on whenever, all right? When I think he's going to be most important is, you know, here here in a few weeks after he learns the system, after he gets it down, after he becomes a, you know, a little more viable of a threat for Drew Brees. Because right now Drew Brees is doing just fine with what he has. Okay, Brandon Marshall is just a, possibly a cherry on top, all right? Heying, he is, Brandon Marshall is eyeing his first appearance in a playoff game in his 13-year career, all right? That's what he needs to be getting ready for. He needs to be getting ready for, you know, mid-December and on, January, you know, playoffs, okay? That's what he needs to be doing. I think the Saints are going to win in this game. I think the Falcons are going to bring the kitchen sink because they are four and six. They are four and six. Another loss and you can stick a fork in them. All right, you, you can. I don't see a nine and seven team making the playoffs unless I, 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 it could happen. It could happen. I'm just they can they can still get in. Nobody is mathematically eliminated yet. I'm just looking through and. Maybe there are spots to be filled at nine and seven. I just don't know. I think I'd feel a lot better about ten and six. I will. I will guarantee you that I would feel a lot better if I was one of these teams about ten and six than I would nine and seven. But we shall see. Still a lot of season left to go. Still a lot of more games. A lot. A lot. A lot of more games to pick. So let's get into them. Okay. Jaguars at Bills, three and seven versus three and seven. Give me the Jaguars. I gotta think with that talent on defense that they're gonna you know shut Josh Allen down and uh the quarterback for the Bills and the Jaguars will will get a much needed, much needed win because they had Pittsburgh and that could have gone a long way sitting four and six as opposed to three and seven and just knocking off uh a team that had won was coming into the game winning winners of five straight. And to let it slip away, I gotta think they if uh, they have any pride, and they have a lot of veterans on that team, and, and some younger guys, but they got they have some studs. They got some. Uh, they have some older guys that I think is gonna get the yeah, at least the pride aspect out there, and they're gonna they're gonna win this game. I don't really trust Buffalo at all. So uh, Browns at Bengals, kind of a tough game to call. Uh, I'm gonna pick the Bengals because the Browns have won 20, have, have won, have lost 25 straight road road games, 25 straight road games. They, they have not had one victory, and the Bengals have owned them lately. And I'm telling you this, regardless of anything else, if A.J. Green is back out there on the field, his presence alone is going to galvanize this team, and they will win this game. And he is expected to play, uh, at the recording of this podcast anyways. I'm sure they're still taking a day today, but uh if he's back, Bengals for sure. But I am gonna uh I am gonna go ahead and pick them. Patriots at Jets, Patriots seven and three, Jets three and seven. Yeah, give me the Patriots. Giants at Eagles. I like the Eagles in this game to get a win. Uh and go to five and six. Playoffs not out uh, out of the question yet. Giants three and seven. Uh this loss. Yeah, go. 49ers, two and eight, Bucks, three and seven. Give me Fitzpatrick or Winston or a combination of both. I don't know. Give me the Bucks in this game. Seahawks at Panthers. Panthers coming off a couple of interesting losses. One, a blowout by the Steelers, and then a uh, one point loss to the Detroit Lions. They are back home. I like them to get back on track or at least attempt to get back on track. I like them in this game to get. Off the wrong track. How's that? Raiders 2-8 and eight at Ravens 5-5. Five and five. Give me the Ravens in this game. Cardinals at Chargers 2-8 versus 7-3. Give me the Chargers to bounce back after that Broncos loss. Steelers at Broncos. Speaking of the Broncos, I almost pulled the trigger on the Broncos. There's something about this game. I think the Broncos could potentially uh, upend the Steelers, but – Ultimately, I have a check mark by the Steelers, so give me them. Dolphins at Colts. I like the Colts to continue rolling in this game. I'm not really, I haven't really gotten to see the Dolphins much, uh, but I've I'm i been seeing some Andrew look, and I've been hearing even more. So give me Andrew look and the Colts in that game. Uh, the Colts continue to roll. Packers and Vikings Sunday night. Four and five, and four five and one versus five four and one. Give me the Vikings. Give me the Vikings in this game, and then the Monday night game: Titans five and five at the Texans. Excuse me, at the Tex. Just burp. Texans seven and three. Give me the Texans in this game. Uh, I don't. I don't. I just uh, the Titans. I just don't know, man. They they just. I see, they could easily win this game. They could easily win this game, but the their defense is playing awesome. I just I, is Mariota playing? Even when he has been playing, the the offense. I mean, just not a lot of of points being generated on the offensive side of the ball. And the Texans they have they have dynamic aspects to their game. All right, Deshaun Watson is a dynamic player. DeAndre Hopkins is a dynamic player. Uh, I like the Titans defense. So maybe we can combat that. Uh, but then you have a defense on the uh, for the Texans with, you know, I just named two names, JJ Watt and Jadavian Clowney. And then they have other people on the back end. They have they have players. I just don't know what the Titans have to offer on the offensive side of the ball to be able to win this game. I just don't see it. I don't see it. Uh, uh, tight end. His name just uh, – Delaney Walker. Delaney Walker going down was a big hit. That was a big hit for this Titans team because that was – if I was Marcus Mariota, that would have been my guy. That that would have been my guy. I mean, <laughs> let me pronounce the word. Let me pronounce the way I want to say it correctly. That would have been my guy. And with him not in the lineup, with him hurt – it's a blow. It's a blow. So the Titans are going to lose this game. So that's all I have to say about that. A lot of football action. Hey, college basketball and the NBA, for that matter, has started and uh, watching some kids catch some highlights. I'm not a, that big of a basketball fan, although although I do love uh, a nice game of horse and uh, just shooting around in general. I love it. 21, that's a good game. Um, Although when I played 21 last time, I played against some younger kids at the Y, and instead of free throws, you know, how you you shoot free throws after you score out on the, you know, out in the play, if you get your two points or your three points or whatever, you you usually go to the free throw line. Well, they didn't do that. You went to the three-point line. So that was kind of interesting. I'm like, well, you should probably practice your free throws. You know, if you're not going to do them in the in 21, I hope you're carving out some time in your in your basketball schedule to to be shooting free throws uh, because they're important. And this guy, one of the guys, was about 17, 18. He looked like he played ball somewhere. I didn't really get to ask him. But then, the, and then the other guy, he was a like 15 year old, 14 year old kid. They, they both ran me ragged until I got my second win. And I almost came back and won. But the the 18-year-old, he, he he got me. He he got me. But I was just thinking, you know, do make shoot your free throws. Free throws are important. Okay, that's one thing I know about basketball. But college basketball is in full effect. I know a lot of people out there love that. The NBA has been going on as well. A lot of people into that. I am not a big NBA fan. If he can't tell, I'm not a huge one. Although if you go back to some podcasts, uh, say the I think the second one, Josh and the Misfits did was about LeBron and seeing where he was going to, you know, wind up in free agency or, or no, I think it was. Yeah. After the year that he was in, because I, I think when the when that recording was done was in June uh, or something like that would have been in would have been an NBA finals time, right? Yeah, something like that. Late playoffs, because the playoffs last like two months. So it's it's interesting to see uh, LeBron, I guess, in L.A. now, but it's really not interesting to me until playoffs because there's there's so many teams that get in. There's you know 16 teams that get in the playoffs, and there's just so much – there's so many games and so much – action, uh, just in the playoffs alone. I mean, it's like its own season. I mean, it is, it's its postseason, but you know, the regular season, I feel like the post- in basketball, especially, I feel like the postseason takes away from the regular season's importance so much, you know, they're staying, you, you just have to do enough almost in the, in the, in the regular season, but the, in, in the NBA, it seems like to me that the teams, uh, that are the cream of the crop, they rise to the top. Very soon. I mean, we can both. I'm sure I haven't even watched a game this year, and I'm sure. uh, I don't. I don't think the Lakers are doing good, but I would say maybe probably the Warriors and uh, the Celtics. I don't know. I think the Celtics were supposed to be good, but it's just. It's just really a four or five team thing. So I start watching NBA come. mm, You know, second to what. There's the conference championship round. You have the East and the West. I start, I definitely am watching those and possibly even a series before that. But when come when it comes time for the conference championships, oh, I'm in. Those are that's some good stuff because that's down to the nitty-gritty. And a lot of times, again, for at least for the last you know several years. You can almost, you know, peg those teams pretty early on. So to finally get to see that come to light and uh, see what comes of that, that's when I really enjoy watching basketball. So looking forward to it um, later on. But, hell, I mean, basketball season lasts so long. It'll it'll be next summer until that happens. And I just ain't there yet, man, because, again, at the recording of this podcast, we all about that Thanksgiving I'm gonna run and burn so many calories here in about five hours now. We've been doing we've been doing this podcast for 54 minutes. If you're still listening to this, thank you so much for uh for being on board. If you want to get on board with me, holler at me. <laughs> Anytime you want to get in on the in on that uh STOTL, STOTL love, getting the cannon for life forever, just let me know. But I'm gonna run. Off and burn so many calories I'm going to be scarfing down Thanksgiving food all day You have my word on that Hopefully my cherries on top is a Saints victory and a Mississippi State victory But we will see Man, thanks as always for listening I got a FYI You can record for an hour max prompt just popped up And, uh, yep, we're about five and a half minutes away from doing just that. So, uh, it's been a fun episode. A lot talked about. Thanks again for listening. About all I got, dude. Is is there anything else I need to talk about? Hmm. I have no more notes. So, I'm going to go out on a limb and say no. Hey, if you, uh, if you like what you hear from me, you know, I'm on Facebook. You can check out my story sometimes. Uh, I'm going to, I am going to, Post or do a little video to my story in regards to my run, Uh, probably before and after, you know, give some happy Thanksgiving uh, shout outs and then uh, let people know exactly what I'm doing, shooting a video at four in the morning. (laughs) We're going to see how long this this guy can run before he just passes out. All right. Basically, hopefully I pass out. Hopefully I time it where I'm passing out. Pretty much right as I'm coming back into the uh, studios here, which is uh, my garage. But it's set up pretty nice, man. I got the desk out here. I got the laptop out here. I got the microphone in here. I got some stuff that I pulled down from the attic. Some, some uh, you know, decorations, decorative stuff. I got some picture frames going on with cool stuff. Baseball, football, Texas Hold'em. Uh, this, this awesome... You know, a little stand, usual uh, with the jerseys and uh, of his, the hat and the the ball glove and the baseball bat and his three thousand. It was like a three thousand uh, license plate from nineteen sixty eight, January nineteen sixty eight, Missouri for mm-hmm. his three thousand hits. So I've spruced up the headquarters over here at uh, STOTL East, as I like to call them. Shout out Josh House over there in the West Side doing his thing. Shout out Brittany House. Shout out Everly and uh shout out little Frankie. Uh, coming soon to a uh, coming soon to the to the world near you. It's gonna be awesome. That's gonna do it for this guy. it has been Drew House over here at the STOTL East headquarters. Uh, again, thanks for all the love. Thanks for all the support. Uh, We'll be at 3,000 plays before I know it. So when that happens, I'm going to let you know. All right, that'll be the next update. The big 3,000, speaking of Sam usual and his hits. Uh, When we hit 3,000 plays, if it doesn't coincide with a podcast, uh, I was already going to lay down. We'll do a special 3,000 plays episode, and we'll get that out there for you. So uh, continued support. Highly appreciate it, man. Love doing this. and. Just, you know, keep doing what y'all do. I'll keep doing what I do, (laughs) whatever that may be. All right. I'm about to get out of here. Uh, I'm going to play some uh, outro music or, you know, music before the outro. Uh, Maybe I won't have an outro. I'm going to have an outro. All right. Check out 21 Pilots. All that good stuff. Enjoy. Happy Thanksgiving for real. Or whenever you're listening to this, happy, you know, whatever, whatever you got coming up. Uh, just thank you for listening, as always. Drew House, S T O T L. God bless, be nice, be safe. Peace. <laughs> that's the that's the awesomest thing I've ever heard. Awesomest thing I've ever heard. Especially considering, you know, the time of the year. Dude, gobble, gobble, turkey wobble. All I did was type in gobble in Spotify. That's all I did. Yeah, Anchor through uh the Anchor app. I can uh, get all my Spotify treatment and uh, directly, you know, that's how I'm able to put this stuff on there, dude, the music. So anchor, 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 anchor. If you're not listening through anchor, it's all good. Thank you for listening. Period. If you are listening through anchor, then you're getting the music and all that stuff to go with it. Instead of just, uh, you know, me talking, which can really be boring at times. Just turn on Gobble Gobble Turkey Wobble all day tomorrow. Listen to it. All right. I want this thing to. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to be playing the crap out of this song. All right, dude. Outro. Uh, This is a good episode. I feel good about this one. Happy Thanksgiving to you. God bless you. Uh, God bless you. For real. God bless you and your family. Happy Thanksgiving. SDOTL. Second door on the left. We'll see you next time. Later.